Hello and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace and with me is Emma. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good, actually. Oh, that's good. Um, I'll explain my, my good news in a minute, but um, okay. I can tell you... the other news. Yeah, I'll tell um, worldly news rather than just me personally. <laughs> um, so, in... This week's um, good news or people that I like people share good news stories. I came across um, a story about these two brothers and um, the two brothers, um, one's called Noah and one's called Lucas. And actually just now I said to Grace, I'm like, I've got to find the actual details of the story because it was just a <laughs> post or a, a story on someone's Instagram. Anyway, I've tried to look it up and we've actually found out not only – has he just done it recently? I'm saying within the last year. He's done it since 2014. Now, the part I really want to emphasize is this um, boy is only 13. <laughs> and yeah. he is completing triathlons with his brother, who's only a year younger than him. Wow. Um, and completing, they are children triathlons and not the full adult ones, which, you know, not to make it any less impressive, just to make sure we're giving all the details. And basically he, um, his brother goes in um, a sort of canoe and he pulls him along as he swims. His brother's attached um, on a bike sort of trailer as he does the bike part. And the run part, he actually pushes him in front of him for the running part. So it's Noah and Lucas Aldridge. Um, they're known as triathlon brothers and basically he started doing it because he didn't want his brother to miss out on the experience so he just decided he would um push or pull or um ride with him behind him which i think is unbelievable yeah just another classic story of kids just doing good things i think we need to re rename this segment not like yeah. the good news story of the week but just what's something good that a kid's done this week because that's yeah i think it's, where the bulk of our stories come from it's crazy because i when I they, like I said as as I looked it up, I couldn't find it most recently, which is the twenty twenty um, story that people are talking about. But yeah. then there's articles from two thousand fourteen. So when he yeah. was um, eight years old, he was doing the same thing. So obviously, um, very impressive. Um, his mum says that they have a really good um, brotherly bond, and that's probably yeah. why he doesn't want his brother to miss out. Um, so Noah takes Lucas with him. I just, I just had amazing. a look at how long kids' triathlons are because obviously, I mean, I don't even know how long a proper human's triathlon is because I do not do them. Yep. But for an eight-year-old, mm -hmm. um, they have to swim 75 metres, um, ride three kilometres and run one kilometre, which obviously to you and I does not sound like an, a lot, but for an eight-year-old to do that whilst you know, pulling yep. a canoe behind him or whilst, yep. you know, riding a bike with the weight of another person is nuts. It's, yeah, so. very, very impressive. So our good news story is to say amazing work to Noah and his brother Lucas for yeah. showing us that you you can achieve anything if you have someone to support you and exactly the love of that support. So, yeah, brilliant. I just think amazing. I, I, I can't yeah. get over it. Amazing. <laughs> so, Grace, what is your weekly win? Alrighty, it is a lazy one. It's on. a pretty easy cop out one, but 
um, after it won all these awards at the Emmys and has had all of this hype around it, I finally watched the show Ted Lasso and it is top tier excellent. That is oh, good. <laughs> it's okay. so good. And you um, watched all of it? <laughs> is that what I've, you're saying? I've watched the first season. Um, mm-hmm. There's two seasons, so I'm halfway. And it's just, it's so heartwarming and good and you just watch it with a smile on your face and just big fan. So if you have an Apple account or you have a friend who's good enough to share their Apple account with you, <laughs> um, watch it. Watch it. It's so good. I haven't. We haven't actually watched. Uh, started watching that yet. But we started watching um, Lucifer this oh, week. Oh yeah. So I've it's always been my thing, and they just released their last season, I believe. So yeah. I was only at the top ten. I was like, ah, might as well watch it now. Seeing it's all out. Yeah. <laughs> and Thanks we've up. already finished season one, and we're in season two, and what? um. It's, I would say we're enjoying it. I wouldn't say I'm learning a lot about myself or, you know, further my, like, goodness. I'm just sort of watching watching TV just, yeah. and relaxing. That's how I'm doing that. So, um, but no, yeah. I definitely recommend, yeah, Ted Lasso, get on it. It's funny. It's only half an hour episode, so it's easy to watch. And nice. it's just really good. So that's my win. I've watched I, a good TV show. <laughs> <laughs> take take what you can. Um, yeah. How about you? My win is actually twofold. Um, I set myself little goals most of the time because I just I love setting goals and then trying to achieve yeah. them. I just think it just gives me such joy. I, I'm really proud of my efforts, even if they're not big. Like the, the efforts I'm about to tell you about how amazing I am is really very achievable by any human being, really. Yeah, still. <laughs> so my first one is that um, yesterday, um, basically, backstory is I've been trying to drink um, at least 2.2 litres of water a day. Yeah. And um, basically what happens is it comes like 9 o'clock and I need to drink like a litre and a half of water that I basically pee it all out in the next hour. And yeah. it's not the point. The point is to make my body used to having a good amount of water, stay hydrated throughout the day. So yeah. yesterday I made a very conscious effort to start early because generally I start my bottle at lunchtime because that's when I generally have my first glass of water is probably not ideal but I drink yeah. tea in the morning and I don't tend to have anything until after I like when I eat my lunch so yeah um I started early yesterday and I actually finished my bottle at four o'clock which I saw this and I thought it was a lie because I usually expect to see that story at like 10 o'clock <laughs> maybe like 9 30 and I saw it yesterday I was having a scroll and I was just like hmm I'm no way. There's no, <laughs> no way she's done this. <laughs> no, I was, honestly, I was super. I was weirdly proud of myself. Yeah. And and um, as in, like to give you an idea for everybody else, there was a day I started at six p.m. because I generally forgot to even start my bottle. And I had had drink. I had had a drink that day, but I had just drank tea. So it just shows yeah. how, like, it's just something that I'm trying to change a uh, habit of mine. And my yeah. second part B or second part of it. Um, is that I finished my 100K and it's only like the 28th. <laughs> oh, my God. There's still two days. <laughs> Normally I have to do like 20K in the last hour of the yeah. <laughs> of the month. And um, I just basically um, – I'd mainly walked. I think I did one run this month, but it's just yeah. it's just not been the month to run. So I'm like, that's fine. And But I went for two long walks, one yesterday and one today because I'm very fortunate that – I'm able to have my child in care and I'm on school holidays and there's really not much else to do. So I went for a walk around the river at my place, which is around 10K, and I just listened to podcasts. Um, and 
enjoyed the sound because it's meant to be yeah. horrific weather for the oh rest of the God. week. Um, sad, sad vibes. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to get outside and enjoy this while I can. And, yeah, so in summary, I can drink water and walk far. <laughs> Woo! I did see, once again, to talk about your stories, is I saw yesterday that you posted, like, I saw the first one, obviously, first, mm-hmm. and it was, like, you did, like, a kind of, like, a dump yesterday where you just, Oh, like, yeah, because I kept your... forgetting I hadn't put it up there. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I better put it up there because people won't believe me. But the dates are on there, people, so if you want to yeah. check the dates, yeah. But I saw, like, you know, it was the first one, whatever, and it was a low amount of kilometres, and I didn't... It was, like, low, 60... Like... No, it was, like, it was 56 or something. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, oh, my God. That's even worse than what she normally is. And I didn't check the date just because I just like saw it. I was like, oh my God, she's only done this walk today. Ridiculous. She's not going to get to the 100. And then I like clicked through. I was like, oh wait, no, there's more. She's like doing like a big upload. But I was stressed for you for like 10 seconds yesterday being like, she's not going to make it. (laughs) She's not going to make it. But yeah, so like you, like anybody who's listening, you can drink water and walk too. So these girls aren't crazy. Oh my God. I don't want to say you're like inspirational, but maybe you are. Yeah, so you're welcome. (laughs) Alrighty, so this week we are taking a break from doing a series and just doing a little one-offer and talking a bit of a strange one, this one, but we're talking about cutlery and crockery. We're so fancy. I mean, household (laughs) essentials, obviously. Um, What I want to know is, Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's let's pretend for a minute. It's dinner time. Dinner's Mm -hmm. bubbling away on the stove. Do you set the table every day, yes or no? Is that always, or are we just talking like majority of the time? Like, it's just a run-in-the-mill Tuesday night. You and Jeff are having spaghetti. Is we, the table set? We do. I would say we have done this as more of a continuous thing since having um, Mackenzie at the table with us. So we have dinner yep. together. Um, before that, there was definitely times where we ate on the couch or etc. And there are still times now that if it's like a Friday and we're just exhausted and we're just having whatever takeaway yeah. we just put her chair next to us on the couch and watch whatever we're watching on tv like if it's the footy or whatever whatever it happens to be um yeah. while we eat dinner but that is the minority and that's a conscious effort on our half like we do that because we want to make sure that dinner time is a time that we just sit and eat rather than yeah watch tv and so yes we do set the table um Ooh, we always have a tablecloth on our table um, I don't really know what it looks like underneath because we've always had a tablecloth on it. <laughs> and um, we always have um, our plate, a knife and a fork, and at least a water glass. Yeah. So, okay. So you're fancy. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, so fancy. <laughs> I remember growing up um, – I like majority of the time I lived with my mum. Well, not majority of the time. I always lived with my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, but then would obviously go and visit my dad um, on weekends and stuff. And at mum's, it was very much grab your dinner and we would always just have TV dinner unless it was like we were doing like a taco night or something, like something where there was like more like share plattery things going mm-hmm. on. But pretty much every other time it was grab dinner, just eat in front of the TV. No worries. Uh, but when I would stay with my dad, he um, and my stepmom would always make us set the table. And it always just felt like, for some reason, dinner at Dad's was, like, just fancier. Ooh. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, like, obviously don't know if they did it when I wasn't there. I assume they probably did. But, like, 
I know, and it was a thing like, oh, you know, like I obviously get limited time with him. Do we do it so we could like eat dinner together and like spend this time together? Mm-hmm. But I would always, every single time, always set the dinner, like get the knife and fork backwards, which doesn't make sense because like I am like normal, not normal handed, but I'm right handed. So like yeah. my like, fork goes in the like left hand and then my knife's in the, and all that. But I would always get them the wrong way around. And like every fortnight, my stepmom would be like, Grace, like, are you stupid? Like, why yeah. can you not do this? Like, <laughs> even when I was like 20, I was still getting it wrong. And, but like, she is resilient because every time I was there, I'd have to sit at the table. <laughs> and every time I was there, I'd get yelled at for not doing it right. I'd be like, just, just give up. Hurry up. This obviously is my thing. Um, but yeah, but I feel like it's more like a, like, I don't know, like it's a formal thing. Like, obviously, live by myself now, I definitely don't set the table for just me. Um. No, I think, I think it's, it's one of those things where, and this is just my understanding and I'm not saying that if you or if someone that you live with or, um, it's right or wrong. I just think that if you're at a table, you're more likely to talk is my yeah, understanding. Definitely. Yeah, And I know that on, I think it's Raising Children's, which is an Australian website, a talk, obviously you're talking about Raising Children, um, when they recommend that you actually always sit at a table to um, have a better connection with your children because they're more likely to be mindfully eating and they just spill stuff out. So rather than you sitting with them and being like, oh, how's your day? And then, yeah. like, you have to answer because you're sitting there. It's more like yeah. you're enjoying you're enjoying something, which is hopefully a meal that you are finding tasty. And that way you're more likely just to talk rather than, like, be, I guess, interviewed by your parents about how much yeah. you learned today at school or whatever. So um, I'm aware that I'm aware that that is a, um, I guess, a parenting advice that they do recommend. But yeah, okay. I don't know if that's common knowledge i don't know if that's something that people might find challenging because if you have um family members that don't talk so the table could be quite awkward like i just i'm not sure if it's the perfect way of i think being and i just think it's a a good start i guess i think it would be a hard thing to implement like when your kid is like 13 and you're like oh my god timmy's a teenager now like we have to like connect with him or we're gonna lose him and be Mm. like oh we're gonna have dinner at the table every night now I think that would be a hard thing to implement and, like, to get the routine going. But I think if it's something that, like, you just instinctively do, like, from when you have a child, like, you guys sit with Mackenzie, like, yeah. even though she's probably not engaging in, like, great conversation yet, but, like, she'll nah. get there. <laughs> she's just basically playing with the food. I just, I just don't know. Like, I, I can't remember a time just in my own personal life that I, like, we always sat at the table, had dinner with my yeah. parents, and I... I believe that Jeff did the same. And I don't, and again, it's just, is it just the way that some people grow up and then they've just continued on what their parents did? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if yeah. it's like something that they just have done because their parents did it or if it's because they may have read something. It's just, I've never had that conversation with them, but um, it I. It does feel yeah. like more connected. Yes. Because, like, like, not discrediting dinner at my mum's house, like, it was a great time. I got to sit and watch TV, which, like, none of my friends got to do. Um, but like, yeah, like we didn't have like big chats over dinner. Like we would, mm. oh, hey mum, thanks. Grab my plate, trundle but up to the couch. I would say yeah. also like if you, um, I guess if you are a single parent, it might be a time that you yeah. know, you've spent Which a lot of time, was. yeah, a lot of time prepping meals and stuff. And you also just need time just to have a bit of time to yourself. 
like you yeah. know i don't want to i don't i i'm not trying to make it seem like you should do this and just double up but i'm just you know pick your battles because i think and, sometimes yeah. if you're if it's best for you and your family to sit and watch tv do it Go like, for it. <laughs> and like also like if i'm like eating i'm usually happy and content and quiet so mum would have had that quiet time <laughs> to herself so that does make sense. It's like, oh, like, Grace is Grace is silent. Oh. Oh, finally, the kid has shot up. Yes. Do you want seconds? <laughs> so I guess I'm just that's that's my understanding about the table, and also yeah. I just see how it's quite formal, and also you know maybe it's not an everyday thing, but I do think it's good to know how to have like how cutlery and crockery works on a table or a dinnerware if you want to get fancy. Yes. Um, I was going to say evening wear. No, that's clothing. <laughs> I mean, if, that, if that's what you want to do. That's how fancy um, you want to get. But, yeah, I think it's important to know that. So if you are invited to someone's house and they have a sit-down meal, you're like, oh, so we're not sitting in the cat. Oh, okay. So good, good, good. So I want to start with something that I found out, which I find quite weird. Ooh. And I don't know. Okay. I didn't know this, and hopefully it's not um, – someone's not lying to me to make me seem like I'm foolish because I was like, this is – it's just it just seemed very odd when I read it, and I'm like, I don't understand. So, apparently, yeah, the American way to cut meat – so we're talking about obviously using utensils um, – yeah. is to place the fork in the other hand to secure the meat in place and then place the knife in your coordinated hand, so your yeah. right-handed and right-handed – to cut meat, then put down the knife, switch the fork over to your regular hand to lift bite-sized pieces into your mouth. So my understanding is that you cut up the whole piece and then ah. eat, right? Where the British way, which is also, I guessing, the Australian way because it's how I've always done it, <laughs> is to cut and eat your meat um, is to not switch fork but to lift the meat to your mouth with a fork in the hand you don't normally use. Yeah. But I would say it's actually just the fact is you're in your right hand is your knife and your left hand is your fork. Yeah, right, right hand is knife. Left so hand regardless is fork. if it's not your dominant hand, that's the hands they're in. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So Mate, like no one in my like family like no one on my dad's side of the family is left handed. Mum is, damn, I should have like set the table more so I can see if she like <laughs> But that's that's yelled my at me for putting it the wrong way. But like yeah. even if you go to like um say a wedding that's the yeah. same, right? You don't swap them over just because someone's left-handed. It's in those positions so yeah, you can true. pick them up ready to go. So my my understanding is your yeah. knives are in your right hand and your forks are in your left hand. 100%, yeah. And I would say what I grew up doing and what I thought was normal until I read this article, <laughs> which I hope is not lying to me because it just seems very odd to me, but maybe it's just the way it is, is that you use your left hand with your fork into yeah. whatever you're cutting up does have to be meat whatever you're cutting yeah and your right hand with the knife and then you cut then you lift that piece that you cut and you place into your mouth right yeah that's normal so it seems to me that they're saying in this article that americans please someone let us know if we're if this is not true yeah that you cut up the main part that you want to eat and then swap hands and then sort of just go for eat. it See, I don't know if this is true, <laughs> but this is something that I grew up thinking was mm. incredibly, like, 
I can't think of a better word, so I'm going to say, like, bogan or lazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, was, like, I thought it was, like, deemed rude to use your fork as, like, a like a kind of, like, you know how you eat ice cream with a spoon and, like, you kind mm-hmm. of scoop it in? Yeah. That's, like, I always thought that, like, using your fork kind of like that to, like, bring the food, like, the fork you're up supposed to, to you. It's got prongs in it, so you should prong the food, is that what you're saying? Yeah, the prongs should be down. Yeah. And then, like, you, like, bring them to your... F- <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain this <laughs> without just yeah. uploading a photo of me using a fork. <laughs> but, like, I think it's, like, wrong to, like, kind of, like, go down and, like, scoop it up and then, like, it come, like... Like an aeroplane, like you know when you feed yeah. Mackenzie and you're like, here yeah. comes the aeroplane. Yeah. The fork should not enter your mouth like that. The fork should be like pronged down, stabby food, and then prongs into mouth. Yes. I oh, agree. I feel like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's very confusing. So this is why I thought this topic would be interesting because obviously it just depends on how you eat, which is, even though we, most people, I would say, have some form of table manners or have learned to use utensils in a certain way because yeah. when people eat it's um, using utensils, people pick on people about this. Oh my god, I have a great story. <laughs> Go. Okay, so also with um, growing up, two households. Mum, mm-hmm. we had spaghetti. Go nuts. She did not care how that spaghetti got from the bowl to our mouth. Yeah. If we wanted to like dangle it and like <laughs> like that, if we made a mess, we had to clean it up. Yeah. Um, Dad's side of the family, we did the fork and the spoon. Oh. Took me a while. Took me a while to master, but I got there. I'm quite good at it now. Yeah. Um, but growing up on my stepmom's side of the family, I have a cousin. Um, we're the same age. She's four days older than me, and we grew up. We didn't really like each other that much. There was a bit of beef going on, whatever. Mm-hmm. But one day she came for a sleepover um, while I was at my dad's house, and we had spaghetti, and she had to use the spoon and the fork. And her family obviously didn't do that. And she couldn't get it right. And she, like, burst into tears in the middle oh. of dinner. <laughs> I was like, this is the best. I'm better than you. I was, like, 10 years old. Like, it wasn't yeah. recent. But, yeah. But it was just, like, so weird. Because, like, we've been, like, trained to, like, eat our spaghetti properly. And my stepmom's like, that's how they do it in Italy. And I'm like, you haven't been to Italy. How do you know this? How do you know yeah. this detail? <laughs> but, yeah. But I just remember, like, thinking it was hilarious that, like, this girl could not eat her spaghetti properly. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it's depending on the food. Obviously, like, if you're scraping up the last part of the meal and you want to put it on the fork, you lay the fork flat so then you can stick yeah. onto it, then you eat it. But, yeah, I yeah. think the idea of the fork, because it's a type of prong, you're supposed to prong or yeah, jab or whatever the right, <laughs> right word is, the food that you're eating. Um, yeah. Maybe tonight on our Instagram I'll just go live while I eat my dinner. And I just <laughs> And people are like, just, what is this reference to? We don't even listen to this episode yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll do it tomorrow night so it makes sense. <laughs> um, I also think that this is – and I think this is something that people either love or hate or – yeah, this is like love or hate – is that when you take your food off your utensil, regardless of the fork or the spoon, obviously yeah. not the knife because that's, that's, that's not going on, is that it should be done with your lips and not your teeth. Mm. Because your teeth yeah. make a noise on the utensil, which can yeah. resemble somewhat of a chalkboard situation. And <laughs> I remember the vivid detail. So my grand's, my dad's mum, we would go over there a fair bit when we were younger because they lived in the same town as us. And I think we'd go there after school sometimes. And I remember her having a real go because I apparently used my teeth to, like, scrape the food off as it came out. And I just remember being like, what is she even talking about? And I just don't remember think, thinking like, there was a sound. And then, so, like, you know how you get those weird connections from memories or whatever? Yeah. So Mackenzie's obviously 
very little, but she loves using her uh, fork and spoon. Obsessed would be another word. She must have it at every meal. Um, regardless <laughs> if she has it, she'll have it in one hand and not be using it, but it has to be with her. And she's got teeth, and so she uses her teeth to get the food off. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I can't handle this. And and Jeff's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the sound of the utensil yeah. against the teeth. And I'm, now I'm like, oh, my poor grand. That's, I'm so, that's what she was so sorry. <laughs> and it kind of sounds like your grand like waited till you were like on age <laughs> that you could understand that what you're doing wrong and she just unleashed. <laughs> yeah. So Mackenzie, watch out. Stop doing it, girl. So obviously I don't do it now because I got trained as a young person not to do that. But I think that's something that if you don't know, know if you're not like familiar with it and then someone points it out, it's one of those like glass yeah, shattering things the, where you're like, Oh, good. Now I'm being pointed out. I'll never stop hearing it. So you're yeah. welcome, everybody who's been listening and um, didn't know about this. Now yeah. you do. <laughs> um, I want to get started on some etiquette of um, cutlery or crockery. Yeah. Dinner, formal dinner utensils. Um, so, not evening wear. Yeah, not evening. No. Um, so... I'm on two different websites that I'm just combining information I've got from. And um, basically the way to use it, on Wednesday we'll put a photo up of... um, A very formal dinner set. A a dinner set, basically. Yeah. And the gist of it is, in my understanding, and I believe it actually was in The Princess Diaries where she said just work from the outside in. Yeah. And I've quite that quite literally so any place i've gone that seems quite fancy i'm like princess diaries told me that i went from the outside in so yes that is what we're going to be doing um in if you don't know the other rule of thumb is that you actually just follow what the host does because even if they do it wrong you're showing them respect by following them because they are the host of this dinner party so or the meal that you're having so if in doubt outside in (laughs) <laughs> and then if in double doubt, followed host. So yeah. that's probably the the um the quick version of this episode. You can now leave if you yeah. <laughs> But like market is played so we get the count. <laughs> <laughs> so um regardless um of the position of the cutler on the table, to the right will you you will find spoons and knives. Yeah. And um it will always start with a um spoon on the far right and this a small knife for starters to the side and on the left um you'll have the traditional knife so depending on which set you go with um and all the blades will be facing towards the plate yes they all have to be facing inwards inwards that i know because once again got absolutely throttled if i had them (laughs) facing outwards thanks paula shout out (laughs) um same applies for forks um, which always go to the left-hand side of the plate because then you'll just put your hands next to the side of the plate and pull up, which you know which yeah. ones to grab. Um, and then, again, place in the order that you'd be eating them, using them with. Um, the next part is glassware. So place the water glass and wine glasses to the right of the place setting. So the water glass should be pretty much above where the knives are, Yeah. Um, preferably the main course knife. And then to the right of that is your red and wine a uh, red and white um wine glasses depending on how fancy a meal you are having yeah i do love like when you go to like a good wedding and you sit down and you have like multiple glasses in front of you you're like, you're like 
they went all out. That's the only time I've ever sat down at a dinner table and had more than one glass. Um, Fancy two glasses. <laughs> what? Three glasses. Do I get to be like double par? Can I have all of the wines, please? Just because I've got all of these glasses. And you're going to wash them anyway, so I may as well use them. We're going to be using you. them. Um, and then above the plate or the plates that you have in front of you, um, which normally stack on top of each other of the order that you're going to be using them, is yeah. a dis- dessert spoon which we're facing towards the, the spoon or the scoopy part, we'll be facing yeah. towards where the forks are. Yeah. Or, and... Because then you can pick it up and it's, like, ready to go. Yes. Um, in your yeah. right hand, yeah? Yes. And then... Yes. And or, depending on how fancy the place is, you also have a dessert fork, which is actually facing the other way. So the spoon head will be facing to the forks and the fork head will actually be facing towards the knives. Yeah. Fancy. Um, then you'll have a side plate which also has a butter knife. Yeah. So depending on what happens or the, where that night that plate sits will depend on the type of seating that you have and how cramped it is. So <laughs> that's uh, that's that. Um, if you want to get very specific, like most hosts at all parties want to be, I would never do this, all cutlery should be placed at a distance of, a distance of approximately four centimetres. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, just Because I'm sure out. hosting a dinner party, we should have talked about this when we did our dinner party episode yeah. many moons ago. When you're setting the table, get the ruler out. If your cutlery is, like, touching each other or is two centimetres apart, I'm going to go home. Yeah, it's not good. Like, oh, my God, you have not even put any effort into hosting this dinner party. Yeah. So, again, depending on how fancy your meal is would depend on how things are served also. So um, sometimes they actually have all the plates out. And then they take the plates away, puts foods on it, food on it, and bring it back out and place it in front of you, which I find very weird. But again, seems very counterproductive. But like, yeah, sure. the looks are what they're going for. So normally you have yeah, your exactly. soup, then underneath you'll have your entree, then you have your main, and then when that gets all removed, you'll have um, dessert brought out. So yeah, the gist of it is, um, occasionally you may have a small fork on the far side of where your knives are, which is for oysters. So if you're in a super fancy place and you are in that kind of stuff, that's what that would be. Say no then you'll the have oyster. Then you'll have your soup spoon. So for your soup course, you'll have the uh, spoon for that. And um, basically, if you're confused what a sp- uh, soup spoon looks like, it's the one it's that the looks... It's the deep one. It's the one that looks most like a bowl. Is yeah. My, is my, it's a ladle. Yeah. Because you're scooping liquid. Yep, you're welcome. Um, and, <laughs> and then basically as you eat your food, the cutlery should be disappearing as you finish. So yeah. you should actually put down your fork or your knife from pre- from like your entree and it stays. It actually should be stacked and taken away as you go. So like, by the end of the meal, there shouldn't actually be any cutlery anything. there because everything's being taken away as you eat. Yeah, and like... If you're at a fancy restaurant, if you're at a wedding, if you're at a whatever, wherever you're having the dinner party, they're going to wash all the cutlery anyway. They're not going to, like, grab it from the table and be like, oh, yeah, it looks kind of It clean. wasn't used. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, put, we'll just put it back in the drawer for next time. Like, no, no, you have to, like, just use it all. Go ham. They're going to wash it anyway. Yeah. Even if you aren't eating the oysters, put the fork in your mouth. Yeah. Just, just have it. Just, just do it. Just use it. Um, I mean, obviously, there is etiquette behind different ways of the utensils. If you don't use them... They're going to be cleaned anyway, but if you want to have a go, have a go. So I want to actually talk about the language of cutlery at the table. So, Ooh, okay, yeah. I've seen 
visuals of this and I've never really seen it in public which I don't know if it just means I'm not fancy enough where I eat or it's not common enough information or knowledge that people do it regularly so basically what I want you to do visualize a plate in front of you okay, and you have your cutlery in your hand so obviously because we are um a podcast you can't see what we're doing um, but I am doing the actions so yeah no Grace stress. is doing the actions for you so um, if you're just having a break from eating your food, what you actually do is you need to make sure that your utensils are on the plate, um, and think that they're forming two sides of a triangle where the top of the utensils, so the top of the fork, top of the knife are touching, yeah. but they're not interlocking. They're just touching. So it's just the sides of the triangle, um, without the base. So that means you're having a break from your food. You haven't finished. Um, you would still like to continue. You just haven't... And- a, it's a like easy to think about because like as soon as you put your like hands back and your knife and fork, they're ready to go for round two. Yes. So they're open, they're ready, the fork is in position, knife is in position, let's keep eating. Yeah. Um, the next you. one I talk about is the obvious one, which is your finished. So the utensils are paced like parallel on the plate. Yeah. So um, I think um, the best way of wording that is that they um, – are ready for they close, but also they're ready for um, wait staff to pick up the cutlery to redesign the plates so they can carry more. So they're ready, easy to oh, pick yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. So the next one, um, are probably the next three are probably ones that I've never used or probably would never use. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I now know. You know about them at the now? age of thirty three. I should probably know these things. I don't know. Anyway, I'm still learning. <laughs> we all are. Um, if I want to have my next plate, because I'm at somewhere that has multiple plates of food coming, um, what you do is you place your knife across horizontally with um, the blade facing uh, on the left-hand side. And then yeah. you have your fork uh, vertically with the um, prongs at the yeah. top, um, like a sort of like a, a, a T. Like they're meeting like perpendicularly. Yes. Thank you, math teacher. Um I did not sure if people know that term very well, so I was like, I'm not going to try and they say They mean at right angles. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's what it means. Um, so that means next plate. Personally, oh, okay. I've never used this one. Probably will never use this one. It seems kind of demanding, like, bring me my food. Yeah. Like, um, man, I don't like it. Yeah. I'm not sure it. if it's universal. I'm not sure if it's something that many people have ever used, but that's there. The next one, um, which I find odd because i guess i don't feel like you need to tell people this but if that's your way of being yeah. you can do this way um if you didn't like your food Ooh. rather than verbally telling it why don't you tell it through the symbols of your utensils how to aggressive i love it <laughs> how you do it now this is really important because it's very similar to the break okay and that's why we made it very clear that they're, they're not touching they're just touching in the break yeah one. they're not crossing over yeah yeah in the don't like you actually place the fork and the knife in the same position. So the knife, the fork is there at the sort of triangle formation yeah. of the sides, but your knife is actually placed between the prongs of the fork. Mm. So I think it's easy to see that the person didn't like it because, again, if weight staff are clearing that up, that would be really annoying to yeah, separate. That's a hassle. Um, and someone who has been in a weight staff at a quite a fancy restaurant, you you can you would be able to know that very very easily um and i guess it's a nice way of saying it without using your words 
Yeah, as I um, said, passive aggressive. Yeah, love it. Which is as jam. Anyway, so um, my favorite one, the one that I probably use the most often because I just love food, is how to tell someone your food or your plate was excellent. Again, I've never done it, but I would. This is probably one that I would use majority. Is yeah. actually placing your your cutlery fork on top, knife underneath, uh, below it, horizontally. Okay. So both your um, the the blade and the what we're calling prongs are on facing the right hand side, and again they're horizontal. Ah, okay. So again, I mean, I wonder how many people are being taught this at like a cafe in South Yaz. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just don't know, and I wonder if I was to put it down, if anyone would actually know that's what I meant as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously this time of. Uh, the pandemic, there's no way to have a go and show people because we can't go anywhere currently. Uh, maybe next time we have a brunch, Grace, we will test this theory out yeah. and see it, how it goes. If it works. It really makes me think of, I don't know if you remember the TV show was on maybe 15 years ago. Um, it was called like La Debt to Lady. Oh, yeah, and I they went exactly like, about. yeah, they went to etiquette school. <laughs> the um, that makes me think of that, like being told by like, I'm like picturing some like British butler, yeah. Like being like, oh dear, or like the Princess Diaries, just like if you leave your cutlery like this, don't do that. You've got to leave it like this to show. Yeah, it just makes me think of like actually going to like etiquette school. Yes, um, which I think you sh- you don't need to go to etiquette school. I just think you should be able to. I mean, we didn't go to etiquette school. Well, look obviously, at us. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, but I think it's good to know um, personally if you're being rude. By accident, I guess is the best way of working. Yeah. So to, to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Be like, why Why were they so rude to me? Nice. And then you're just like, I didn't do any, like, I was really nice. I thanked them for the meal. But, like, you're saying all these different things with your cup. Your, your, your signals are saying the wrong message. So yeah. I think that's why it's good to have good table manners in general because it does show an understanding of that particular type of society, like type of yeah. um eating i guess but also it also shows your respect to the establishment or the place that you're at so for example if you're at a friend's place and you have good table manners it's showing respect to them and yeah. if you're at a fancy restaurant um showing respect to you know the level that they're going to to make your meal yeah oh i'd love to go to a fancy restaurant oh man oh man <sighs> so desperate <laughs> so desperate So, Grace, what's your thoughts on, I mean, this is part of crockery and um, cutlery, but a bit left field. What's your okay. thoughts on napkin etiquette? Um, well, I don't have a lot of thoughts. I mainly use a roll of paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> I know. Um, napkin etiquette. I think when you use it, mm-hmm. once you've finished using it, you put it on your plate so as to limit the amount of touching that a, like a potential wait staff or something will have to touch it. Mm-hmm. Like don't put it on the table where the person is going to have to then like pick it up and then put it. Like I always like put it underneath my cutlery. So it's like plate, napkin, cutlery on top. So then like the cutlery like secures it down so it won't blow off. Okay. Yeah. 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 What, so, what are your thoughts on napkin? Um. Obviously, depending on if it's paper or uh, 
I think if it's at like a wedding, I think that's the most fanciest meals that we both have, have experienced. Um, yeah. I think if you're not using your napkin, you just place it back onto your chair, is my understanding, is like what you can do. Oh, like do. if you get up to go dance or something. Yeah, so then you're still using it between yeah. meals. Um, what you should do is only use it to wipe your hands or dab your mouth. Yeah, people who blow their noses on oh napkins and then put them on the table, go put yourself in the bin <laughs> because it got awful. You go to the toilet and you use that scratchy toilet paper. I don't. Or care like, if just if it's paper, keep it to yourself. Don't put it back yeah. on the plate. Yeah, I think I've done it like once or twice when I'm. You know, you're really sick. You kind of not really with it, and you kind of like just like basically just functioning. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I think it was with Jeff actually pretty sure it was Jeff and he was like did you just put your tissue on the plate on that plate that just got taken away I was like no I just put it in my pocket and I'm like oh no 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 like anyway I remember specifically because he was totally grossed out fair enough um yeah but yeah just if you've used it to wipe your nose keep it yeah. Put it in a separate bin. Do not put it back on the plate. Go to you're... the toilet and put it in the bin in the toilet like yeah. you don't have to put it in your pocket like that's yeah. obviously kind of icky too but like yeah. Don't subject people who are already having to pick up. Like, this is one thing I hate. I worked at Hospitality for a very short amount of time. My first job was at a um, pub where I just washed dishes. Mm-hmm. I have a fear. Not a fear. I have a grossness. Like, I hate touching other people's cutlery. Like, sure. even when I have, like, people over to my house, imagine, <laughs> for, like, dinner. <laughs> yeah. I still, like, hate touching people's cutlery. Yeah. It's just disgusting. It's been in their mouth. Ew. Um, then it goes in like, even though I don't like grab the prongs that have been in their mouth, like I obviously grab the handles. I'm still just mm. like, ah, yeah, hate it. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I just, I think because like the amount of germs that are in a person's mouth and nose, um, are so many, disgusting, so many, so many. and I think people kind of forget that sometimes, like, yeah. And I think I think maybe not so much in this day and age where people like just don't touch anything I've ever touched and we'll be fine. Um, but like, I don't know. I even find when people who like this is a personal thing. I don't know if you're the same. People sharing drinks like, oh, I'll have a sip, and I'll be like, I hate it. I what if hate what if with a passion. What if I just bought you a different drink, the same drink? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't I like don't it, care. I'll have two. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah, I hate straws. If I'm like drinking like a boost juice. Um, and someone's like, oh, can I try yours? I'm just like, yeah, okay. No. It's <laughs> a firm no. Bye. But, like, yeah, like, sharing out of a glass, like, that's probably, like, the lowest tier. Like, that's okay. I can handle that. But, like, a mm. drink bottle or, like, a can, I'm just like, Ooh, a can. And, mm. like, my um, older sister smokes. Mm. And this is really mean. I'm really sorry, Naomi. I'm pretty sure you don't actually listen to this. But in case, like, on a one of you are. Um, I hate sharing drinks with her because she smokes. That's yeah. it. That's the only reason. And I'm just like, oh, no, you're, you ash breath. Yeah, now it's on my drink. <laughs> ash breath. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, probably an awful person, but oh, well. Um, yeah, like, I, I hate sharing drinks. And, like, cutlery as well. Like, if I've got a fork, my dad's a shocker for it. I'll be, like, eating something and he'll, like, just come and grab my fork and have a mouthful. And it's like, thanks, Dad. Now you've just ruined my whole meal. <laughs> I just... I'm, I just throwing, I'm just... like, throwing my mum, my dad, <laughs> and my sister under the bus in one episode. Is there anybody else you'd like to throw? Uh, has anyone else wronged me in the last <laughs> week? 
Um, well, on a different note, I think it's important to know that, you know, there's a right and wrong way to use cutlery and yeah. your crockery or dining set or, you know, whatever the right words you use yeah. in your um, everyday vocab. And I think the main part is, is as long as you um, try your best to do what you know yeah. is right don't be too nervous. I think some people will be like, it's a bit overwhelming or intimidating when there's like 200 por- forks and you're oh, like, so. You go to your first wedding and you're what? just like, oh my God. <laughs> just what's happening here. So work from the outside in. If you're not sure, look to the host and um, just try to enjoy your meal. Don't think too much of it. People aren't really watching yeah. you. They're too engrossed in their own meal as well. Don't panic. But um, I think we don't need to do top five because I just don't want people to be so nitpicky about it. But yeah. it's more about follow the host, outside in, um, just make sure your Don't cutlery. Use your teeth. Yeah, make sure your cutlery's on the plate when you finish and then that's pretty much it. Like just Yeah. Don't panic too much because I feel like it's one of those things that can cause not anxiety, but people to stress when they don't and need if to. We ever go out together, don't drink from my drink. I don't think I ever have or ever will, but sure. Oh, I'm just saying for like the general audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, anytime you have a drink with Grace, have your own drink, not hers. It's her drink, not your drink. It's not yeah. an our drink situation. <laughs> There's no sharing here. <laughs> oh, okay. So if that's the case, um, yeah. we were at, when we were at uni, this doesn't paint the place that we used to go to drinking great because it's probably not really – I don't want to say Mooses? it's not legal. Is that uh, – Where? Mooses? Mooses. Moose? Moose, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's Moose. Anyway, uh, Moose Heads Canberra, that's where we went. Anyway, I'm pretty sure we had this huge, like, I'm talking, like, ginormous, um, like, uh, margarita yeah. wide mouth. And they just basically would fill that up with whatever alcohol you want and just yeah. chuck a bunch of straws in there. Is that enough? Because people using straws, would you still share that? Oh, all rules go out the window once I've started drinking. Oh, okay. So it's only only sober sober grace details. Drunk grace right now is sitting in a very dark room just waiting to emerge. Like that first bar, I don't care. I'm kissing every stranger. I'm sharing everyone's drinks. Free for all. Like all holes are out the window. I'm leaving my cutlery on the table. I'm not doing that. That's so good. That's so good. I love that. So... I want to say thank you for listening. Yes. What um, a journey we've been yeah, on. We could a, talk about cutlery for 55 minutes. <laughs> we try. We try really hard. Yeah, we do. Um, have a great week. Hopefully a better week to come. And we'll, It is going to rain all week. So. Yeah. Not here. <laughs> Maybe if you're somewhere warm or, yes. you know. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram. And thank you. Bye. Bye.